Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And this time, we're actually not going to be covering any brand new material. Instead, uh, we're going to be kind of pull a Voyager 1, you know, turn back around and, and take a picture. <laughs> look, look at the pale blue dot that is Take Me to Your Reader. And in particular, our journey through the book, Real mm-hmm. Future which has, is something that's been with us almost from the beginning. Why are we doing this? Well, I will direct you to uh, first audio clip. It's a listener request. It, it is, in a sense, it's a listener request, because it is when we covered the very last mm-hmm. title that we did for this, The I Illustrated blame Man. Yeah. <laughs> you should blame Phil, because he gave us this question when he was on with us. Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Um, you've worked your way through this... Um, Real Futures, is it called, this anthology? Yeah, Real Future. And you've got to the end of it now. Um, Mm -hmm. What's your verdict on it as a book? Hmm. Great question. It is a good question, and we answered it in the moment. Um, What did we say? I forget. Well, I I believe I said something. I mean, we can direct people to listen to that episode and and hear the answer to that question. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I said it's a mixed bag with any anthology, right? You end up with good stories and bad stories and um the other thing that i mentioned was i don't know what forrest j ackerman wanted to do with this anthology i remember we had discussed this a while ago that's the yeah. same topic given the smattering of stories in this collection yeah um but after rereading the intro i think i have an idea okay did did you ever were you able to tease that out well yeah i, th- I think i think what he was trying to go for is to give multiple perspectives on what science fiction means and what mm. it's trying to do. Okay. Cuz he talked about, you know, including like Lovecraft for instance, you're getting like that gory stuff. Right. Gory, gory scary stuff mm-hmm. versus uh you know like um take me to your re- uh, take me to your reader. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell to the master where you know they, they, there's a message in there. Right. Um, and a lot of science fiction that we've done definitely comes. There's always like a message or like a, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a lesson to be learned in some form. Yeah, uh, but the lesson varies depending on who you're reading and and what the story is, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what he was trying to show in this collection was to just give a, give you the wide range of the kind of science fiction that's out there. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely a wide range of stories in this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> some that are total crap. Some that are not. Some awesome movies. Some terrible movies. Yeah, no, it's it runs the gamut. As, yeah. as you said. I, I did notice that nothing in the book was adapted into short form. Everything was made into a feature movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you don't see any of the anthologies, you know, from the Twilight Zone or right. um, you know, half hour shows. Everything is a movie movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Regardless of its quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like so in the kind of at the very end of the introduction, he says, each story represents the way one author and the filmmakers who adapted his work saw future possibilities. None is intended to present the only way its writer envisioned our future. Instead, together, they represent the many possibilities of our collective futures. So, and, you know, when you think about the cross section that he has here from the kind of the earliest written one, I think was probably the H.G. Wells, all the way up to Total Recall as a movie. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's, those are kind of the bounds of of what it was. I mean, and we extended it by doing remakes, right? So we extended the t- the Total Recall one into the oh, right. 2000s. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Cross-section. And Death Race. <laughs> and Death Race, yeah. It was several of them, right? Planet yeah, of the yeah, Apes, too. True. So. Right, right. 
Oh, no, Planet of the Apes was, that's off book. Yeah. <laughs> Extra canonical. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And any other things just generally on answering Phil's question? We can, we can answer it more thoroughly during the rest of the conversation. Oh, as to the opinion of the book? Yeah. You know, I enjoyed most of the science fiction in the book. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a huge Lovecraft fan, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> in general, I liked most of the stories better than most of their movies. Came across a lot of science fiction I'd never come across before. Yeah. And so it was good to have it all in one place in a nice collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like kind of um, as a beginning comment about the book, I feel like it was good for our podcast, certainly at the beginning, because we were looking for material and looking for places to find some of the things, right? Some of the, the larger novels and that kind of stuff are easy to find. Right. But a lot of the short fiction, you have to find an anthology for it. Or, you know, find it on the Internet Archive or something. And so this gave us, you know, a list that we could bounce off of in order to kind of find our feet. And then we branched out from there. And mm-hmm. we'll kind of – what we'll do here is we'll sort of walk through the story of how we interacted with the book through the years of the podcast. Because we're about a week – no, less than a week from the sixth anniversary. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It's 2014. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of our podcast. And so – this book's been with us the whole time, and we've we've it's finally in the rearview mirror. And so I thought, yeah, good good idea to look back at it. Thanks to Phil's yeah, question. Yeah, when I was uh, re-listening to the day the Earth stood still, it was, oh. it was March, and I was like, oh, March twenty fourteen. Holy crap! Yeah. Well, that's when it posted. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or yeah. the outline. When we, yeah, when we were, yeah, that was my fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, so why why don't we start heading back that direction? So. Um, Along the way here, I do have a couple of suggestions for fledgling podcasters. <laughs> so, so I'll throw out a couple of those as okay. well. And so it's 2013. 2013. We're, um, we're three not quite as old, not quite as overweight running buddies. Right. <laughs> running around the Hillsborough Public Library most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and planning has begun. And for, planning has begun. For what will become Take Me to Your Reader, which at the time, you know, there are, I'm sure there are people listening to the podcast that still don't understand the Pavement Pounders thing. We got a question a while back. I can't remember if it was oh. on Twitter or it was on email or something, or on the contact form. Um, but we used to... <laughs> I, so I actually went back <laughs> through my email to look for the origins of the podcast. And I found a ton of emails between between us because it was before I had a smartphone or really did much <laughs> texting. Wow. And uh. um, so we used to email to say, hey, we pounded the pavement today. And that was always the... Right. That was the nomenclature that we used. And so when we talked, started talking about doing it, we're like, yeah, Pavement Pounders podcast. And, and I started <laughs> thinking about it, and I'm like, but that doesn't really say what it's about. Right. And, and so we ended up settling on Take Me to Your Reader, which is a nice pun. And yeah. uh, so, but all the, all the social media, <laughs> I, I found the emails where I'm like, so Take Me to Your Reader is too long for a Twitter handle. It's not too long anymore. That's the thing that I think if I no, could go well, back. And Take Me to Your Reader was taken. Was it? Yes. Yeah, the it website was. was. It, the website was. That's yeah. for sure. And it had nothing to do with our podcast. Yeah. Well, and I think at one point that we wanted to have multiple podcasts because it was Take Me to Your Reader, a Pavement Pounders podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't lack for ambition. No. <laughs> uh, competency. <laughs> yes, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Um, but, um, yeah, so, you know... We started reading and watching and setting a schedule because we were going to do this twice a month. And we did for, for a while. several. Yeah. yeah. And so what we used to do is we would, we'd get together, record, and then watch something for the next one. <laughs> um, because I found an email where, well, part of the oh, reason was we? we recorded the first of February 
2014. That was that was their first recording. I thought the first one was clear back in December. No, no, okay. I I thought it was too, and and I started looking, and no, in fact, it was well, in, in, February? in February. Yeah, oh. we started reading all. I was the thinking material. the same thing. I was thinking yeah. December. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't reason. <laughs> I mean, if it was, I couldn't find any evidence in emails. Uh, maybe that's when we were like actually planning it or putting it together. Yeah. Maybe that's for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no records so, remain. We didn't rush in. That's the thing. I mean, we took our time setting everything up and getting the website and, yeah. and setting that tracks because I just renewed the website demand. So that's January. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did that. Um, <laughs> so Those things up in April, but I'll take care of that too. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. So at some point, you know, we read Farewell to the Master by Harry Bates and mm-hmm. we watched The Day the Earth Stood Still, both movies. Right. And uh, then on February 1st, 2014, there was a sound hurled, heard around the world, hurled around the world. That's more like it. A, a sound that made the world hurl. <laughs> and it was this. So at this point, I would say something like, welcome to Take Me to Your Reader, a Pavement Founders podcast. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And we are the Pavement Founders. High quality audio. High quality audio, yes. I <laughs> <laughs> probably should have known from the beginning that the audio quality wasn't fantastic. Though, early on, I did uh, consult another podcaster, Rem, from the Sci-Fi Movie Podcast. Right. And he's like, you know, don't worry too much about the audio quality. It's not terrible. There are podcasts out there that are just people sitting around a laptop recording <laughs> or sitting around one microphone. But it doesn't really stick out in that clip how far Colin was away from his microphone. <laughs> and we've talked about this. I'm like, were you afraid of the microphone or just didn't quite fundamentally know how a microphone worked? I'm a tuba player. We don't get microphones. <laughs> Technically, we don't need microphones. Right. There might be a stage pickup, but um, yeah. I listened through to that episode and while there were times, I think it must have been that like you were just at the edge of the cardoid pattern. And so if you were straight on to it, it picked you up perfectly. But if you uh. turned your head at all, uh-huh. Then it lost you. And so the beginnings of your sentences, you'd, you'd sound kind of like James does sometimes, where James does this, start completely, you know, loud enough and then trail off and so that the end yeah. you can barely hear him. So I hope that came through. <laughs> so I must have done the opposite. The yeah. Like sound like opposite crescendo. Here and I get close to the microphone and then I <laughs> Something like that. Yes. But it was a learning process, right? Um, <laughs> the uh, They're laughing because I just totally hit the microphone with my face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> despite my now substantial, much more substantial editing powers, I was not able to make that episode happen um, because it, it just wasn't postable. And I think we were absolutely right to go. Nope, didn't work. And right. um, there was only one track because we had right. we had microphones that plugged into a little mixer. Oh, you know what the heck that thing was anymore? <laughs> it was a mixer, and it's possible. I, I found in the emails. Mm-hmm. Um, I found you saying, "Yeah, you, it seems like you can record multi-track with a MIDI." thing right. in GarageBand, but we didn't try that with the mixer. We yeah. eventually figured out how to do that, right. and it worked mm-hmm. until it didn't. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll get back to that. But my, my um, newbie podcaster tip is, if you're out there and you're looking to buy equipment, make sure that however you set things up, you set up to record multiple tracks. Everybody should have their own track. That way, if you have, say, a Colin who's super, super quiet, maybe you can do something to bring that up. But I couldn't do that in a multi-track thing if we if we were talking over each other or near enough each other it just didn't do anything and i did i actually i i took that episode the mp3 still exists wow i pulled it into audacity <laughs> i exported it as wave i ran it through levelator which does a normalization pulls uh quiet things up and pushes loud things down and even so we, we still totally lost you a few times so wow <laughs> yeah um 
So you said multi-track and you meant single track. In a single track recording, you can't make me louder without making everything louder. Right. Yeah. 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 So multi-track is the way you want to do it. So there is an interesting... Uh, <laughs> and you can edit out nifty things too, right? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody like coughs like or squits <clears throat> or... <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Is it, say, say just um, <laughs> hypothetically that James clears his throat five or six times per episode. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I end up doing is I end up... <laughs> deleting it out of, or not deleting, but silencing it in your track. Mm-hmm. So it only comes through our microphones because we're in the same room. And so oh, yeah. all of them get it a little bit. So I can't oh. really get rid of it if right. somebody else is talking. But what it sounds like, it makes it sound like you're much more polite than you are. <laughs> and you turned away from the microphone. <laughs> so everybody just know, if you hear James clearing his throat, I made it softer. <laughs> so, yeah. I have two track number threes. Uh-oh. Oops. <laughs> all right, here. Comes. James, how many beers did you go to? Just just, just one? one. Okay, yeah, just the one. Not yeah. enough. Goodies. After you finish the right. previous. Oh, one. special yeah. thanks to our, our hostess Emily for yes. beer, water, tables, loan of husband, chocolate chip cookies, all of the above. Yes, Yay, cookies. And thanks in advance to James for editing this and putting it all together. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Back so, in the day, Emily used to do all these surprises. Yes. Right. You know, she would bake cookies for us. There was one episode, uh, they, the episode four for They, they Live, live yeah. where she decorated the podcasting room <laughs> right. with non-subliminal messages. Right. Um, she was our biggest fan. <laughs> yes. But evidently, at some point, the idea was, well, since James is recording it in his laptop, he'll do the editing. Right. And I don't know what happened, but I ended up doing it. <laughs> so I don't know if you saw it. I, I don't know. I, don't I didn't find any emails where you're like, uh, I'm not sure what to do with this. Can you take a look? Um, but I ended up oh, maybe. checking yeah. it out and, and determining, no, we can't, we can't do it. And... I felt like I remember talking about, I think we need a little more structure. Let's have some structure, add some segments, some little features, including uh, the spectrometer BS camera, (laughs) 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 where we're going to look at like dodgy science, uh, James's snot rockets, (laughs) (laughs) which have a real world analog that you can probably imagine um, that happened often when we were running. Uh, That's where if we're going to talk about anything like body horror or anything gross. Right. And uh, (laughs) what does God need with a starship to talk about any religious themes? And so we got together again on February 7th or 8th, um, and we recorded again with our segments, with some audio to play on them. I had the ludicrous speed thing for a spectrometer <laughs> BS camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, it also didn't work. I don't have that track. I can't find it anywhere. Hmm. Um, but it, it's like the segments and the outline that we had made everything awkward and unnatural it just didn't sound like us didn't sound like a conversation so right didn't sound like three guys that were running and talking about science fiction anymore right yeah yeah Yeah. so we threw that out uh, hence the first episode that we posted was called (laughs) farewell to the outline (laughs) that was back when uh before i started uh making sure that the titles were pulled from the actual conversation oh yeah Uh, Right, right sometimes i just made something up based on the conversation or or tried to put something into the conversation <laughs> for something into the conversation so I could use it for a title. Leading I did that on the fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one hilarious thing from that first episode, I don't know, if, do, do you remember something that we did in that first episode that never got followed up? In episode one? Mm-hmm. No. We offered a giveaway. <sighs> oh! Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Which that. nobody ever took us up on. Um, because, of course... <laughs> 
yeah, I, I couldn't remember if anybody did, and I had to no. go back up to the podcast room and look and see if I had the book still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is still there, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's off the table, by the way. <laughs> you, you can't claim it. We like the podcast room library. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that. I think we tried to do a giveaway on the Planet of the Apes as well. A, a DVD, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's probably better to like have actual listeners before you try and do giveaways. <laughs> Just <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's another podcaster tip, right? Think about how you're going to grow the audience and then start to do things to engage them. Yes. Um, I would like to put in a picture of the bookshelf in the show notes. So you okay. got to send me one of those. I can do that. So, anyhow, the thing is, um, when we read Farewell to the Master, right, we ordered a book from Amazon, and it, like the briefest possible book, because it's a very. <laughs> Small story. Right, right. But we also became aware of the book Real Future. So technically, we didn't read it out of Real Future, although I did read it because I read the whole thing. Right. But um, I still feel like it's it should be included since it's part of that actual book. Yeah. Uh, and it's the beginning of the podcast, so that's the right place to start. How for two right. Yeah. So anyhow, we then diverged and recorded Planet of the Apes because we wanted to cover classic stuff at the beginning, which, podcaster tip, if you think that it might be a little rough going at the beginning, which it will be. Maybe save some of the more classic titles for when you know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, don't, yeah, don't ruin the good oh, stuff by going at it too soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I still think they're good episodes, but they're not our best episodes. Yeah. Although, I mean, look at season one of Star Trek The Next Generation. Sure. And then look at seasons two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right? right. I, in in yeah, almost Almost any... It was growing pains. Cereals like that. <laughs> oh, totally, Actually. totally. And so I don't know. Don't maybe not use all of the all of the best science fiction and movies early on until right. you're really practiced and everything. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't say limit yourself from not using any of them. Sure. Would sure. you rather do Reanimator as episode two? <laughs> no, probably not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or Empire of the Ants. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, it's something to consider, right? Because a lot of a lot of advice that you get about podcasting is, hey, you might have to throw out a few episodes at the beginning because it just might not go well. Now, what we did was we threw out a couple episodes, but kept trying the same thing, right? And eventually, you know, got to where it worked reasonably well. In hindsight, I'm wondering, if, I'm wondering if we shouldn't have gone through this book more uh, in order or something. Because <laughs> if Maybe. you think about it, we we pretty much pick and chose. The best stuff out of it. Exactly. Yeah. We did all the best stuff up front, and I'm looking at the list of things we did, and all the, all the stuff in the back was all the terrible stuff. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think that was more by accident, though. Don't do you? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we we're we we're just picking the stories that we were interested in and wanted to do, and then to to finish out the book, you know, <laughs> we're doing the rest that we didn't really. <sighs> want to yeah. do i guess you know what i mean and, oh and yeah so yeah I, I guess i'm saying in hindsight i think we could have done maybe plan that a little better and could do a good one do a bad one good one bad one a couple good ones a couple bad ones you know something yeah spread it out so it's not all terrible for a six months <laughs> not a slog <laughs> right so uh, w- why did we decide to uh finish all of the stories from real futures all in one big chunk seth I'm not sure why we exactly decided, but I mean, you know, yeah. we had four episodes in, we'd covered three of them. Yeah. So, and when you look at what else we did, we also covered the fly in there. Um, we don't have to talk about these individually. I don't want to go back and talk about the actual episodes unless you have something you want to say about any of them. So I, I meant to go back and listen to them all, but I mm-hmm. didn't have time this last week. Right. Um, 
I do, I do have some honorable mentions. Oh. Mostly because they're uh, historic to the podcast. <laughs> honorable mentions of what? Yes. Um, episodes. Actually, from the book, too. Are, are, we, are we at that point? No, we're not at that point. Okay. Yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Later on, we'll talk about, you know, what the highlights were. Yeah. Right now, we're doing kind of just the catch oh, up on the history. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, in the first four episodes, we covered three of the titles, right? We, we covered The Day the Earth Stood Still, we covered The Fly, and we did They Live. They Live. And They Live, of course, gave us one of our most indelible catchphrases, <laughs> courtesy yes. of one. Colin Kusky, because in the story, which is titled Eight O'Clock in the Morning, the title character dies at that time. So you got a film, clip for this, don't you? I do have a clip. So the film drew Colin's ire for one reason. So there are a couple of other big differences about the movie you haven't touched mm-hmm. on yet that, that happened more at the end. Right. Uh, we talked about you know Meg Foster being a collaborator. Mm-hmm. We did not talk about one of my personal gripes, and that is he did not die at eight a.m. It would have been trivially easy to make this happen. Just, you know, it should not look in the like, middle of the night. Not in the middle True. of the night. It should look like morning. Yeah. It would have been a nice throwback to the book. Yeah. <laughs> and that one that one has lived on in perpetuity. We still we still bring it up, right? Yes. And eight o'clock in the morning means something that is non-canonical, that was extremely important, and absolutely should have been in the adaptation. No matter what adaptation it was, or if it fits or not, they should have rewrote it to accommodate it. <laughs> Does that help? <laughs> so what, what you're saying is very important to Colin. Well, <laughs> very important to Canon. How many other people do you know that have that have looked at you know 85, 90 some odd adaptations? I'm I'm an expert in this uh, subject now. Mm. <laughs> subject matter expert. Yes, we agree. Uh, it is something that's important to Colin. <laughs> <laughs> so after they live we covered death race 2000 oh yes yeah death race 2000 was a great podcast we had yes. a lot of fun we did <laughs> one of the things that i did in some of those early podcasts was uh i'd split up the blooper reel with clips from the movie and and occasionally like like on the they live one when you listen to the beginning of it it says i'm giving you a choice and then i i cut in my own voice listen to this podcast we're starting that trash can <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, nice. <laughs> I used to uh, spend a little more time on the edit. Now I'm like just just get the edit done. Um, so the Enemy Mine adaptation uh, gave us one of the classic early conflicts between Seth and Colin <laughs> about what it means to be a good adaptation. And I have a clip. So here uh, we go. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to disagree with you here. And I, I think, that, of course, you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that if they had made a more faithful adaptation, stay no, closer. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I think if they had stayed more faithful, it would have been better than the movie that was made. Okay, but maybe not as great as the movies that you insist must happen when you take stuff that does work and then break it. And then break it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Colin is synonymous with canon <laughs> right right also in the enemy mine episode we came across a shocking truth about who's actually responsible that we ever had any ambition to read all the stories in real future so we should mention again on, on the website we have a link there to this book called real future which is a collection of short stories that were all adapted into films and we've done quite a number of them i think so far yeah. Yes. Yeah, three or four, I think. My goal is to eventually get through the entire book. Yeah, totally. Oh, you mean to actually do podcasts oh, or yeah, anything? Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd like to read Damn them. Because they're all pretty <laughs> awesome <laughs> stories. So, so <laughs> do you care to explain yourself? <laughs> no. No. 
Yeah. To be honest, I think the idea to try and finish the book uh, came from you, Seth. I think it probably did. But the idea of doing the entire book originally, I think, did, did come from Mr. Yeah. Ralston down yes. there. Th- this right. was something that Colin uncovered in his sleuthing. And uh, I think it's funny that James set us on that course in 2014. <laughs> and it took us <laughs> another five years to actually finish it. Took you long enough. Jeez. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, because we had covered six of the titles by the end of 2014. Well, knowing what we do now, there might have been a good place to cut off. Because, you know, we, like James was saying earlier, we kind of slogged through the last mm-hmm. five or six. Mm-hmm. The, the content of the, the short stories weren't, wasn't bad necessarily. Right. But the movies that were, yeah, that were created more, based more the on movies them. movies than anything else. Yeah. yeah these yeah. these last few movies were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's another podcasting tip. And that is, you really need to like, or... Uh, or really just like yeah there's more than one way to do it right there's do stuff you really care about or stuff that you really just like to just excoriate right because you're you're passionate about it that Mm -hmm. way you got you got skin involved in the game right if Mm -hmm. you talk about something that you really don't care about Mm -hmm. it comes out in the discussion it does you know you need to be prepared you need to be ready you need to know all your details Mm -hmm. yeah then you have to add the value that isn't there and necessarily in the source material right so I was wondering, you know, what was it that caused us to sort of pause in our real future adaptations that we covered? And I thought, could it possibly be the utter failure that was the next episode that we recorded, <laughs> the last one of 2014? The Thing, one of the greatest science oh. fiction films of all time, in which something happened, which had happened before. <laughs> it happened on the, the Jurassic Park episode. I think the two events were, one time yeah. it was... James, you had everything plugged in, mm-hmm. except for the power to the mixer. <laughs> I think so. So, like, everything yeah. looked like it was plugged in. Right. And then the, the next time, it was just forgetting to plug the mixer into the computer. Well, he used to sound balance all of our microphones against one another mm-hmm. using a jack out of the mixer. Right. And so, right. To, there was no check to see if it was coming out of the computer. Right. There was a waveform, but the waveform was because <laughs> right. it was just, <laughs> we were recording through the actual laptop laptop mic and at the beginning of that one i put a thing you know hey everybody here's a problem that we had um that and i said we recorded through laptop speakers That's oh, what I actually did so it's, <laughs> it's out there for for the for the entire world oh here's a fun thing in the enemy mine episode kind of going back to that one there's the worst splice job that i've ever done and i haven't gone back to re-record it yet because and i don't know what oh, happened what did you do or I can't this, remember what the reason was. What was spliced, I guess. Um, just a statement that I was making about the the critters on Enemy Mine that had the meteor-proof shells. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know what happened in the recording, but I felt like I needed to go back and, like, I couldn't cut it out because I'd have to cut out, like, 10 minutes of discussion after that. So I had to keep it. Uh, so I took... I think I just used my, like, my USB headset <laughs> and tried to record over it. And, of course... I'm not talking to anyone, mm-hmm. and so your voice sounds different when you're not talking to someone, right, if you're just right. reading it. Yeah. Uh, it was a different time of day, so my voice was lower. Um, <laughs> the The audio quality of it was shite, you know, as, yeah. as they say in, in <laughs> Irish, um, which is it's not even a swear word. But yeah, it's been, it's been there, and <laughs> I have the project on my laptop, and one of these times I'm going to go in there and I'm going to record it, and no one will ever know. But you know right now, if you go download that episode, you can hear that splice and, uh, yeah, enjoy it. But yes, the thing, it was a huge failure and that was a bummer. So. Because what, what great material. Yeah. You know, the book and yeah. the, the two movies, the three movies, really. Yeah. We liked uh, all of it. So. I don't remember liking the first movie quite as much. Really? 
Oh, I love the first the electrified movie. pitchfork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and, and it was veggie based and just right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, okay, basically, exactly a year into doing this, the entire project, the, the podcast, we covered Total Recall, and yeah, that's awesome. And that that was always the episode that I told people to listen to. If I was on another podcast and they're like, "Hey, what's a good episode to start on for you guys?" I'd always be like, "Total Recall," because it's Total classic material. Awesome. It's a short, <laughs> short story, mm-hmm. and it's just a good discussion and so like i feel like at that point we had absolutely hit our stride yeah you know that's it's cool because that's a movie that everybody knows mm-hmm. and right. almost nobody knows that it's adapted yeah or you know or uh just how different it is from the originally written material mm-hmm. right i don't think i knew it was adapted but i think of all these movies we've done so far i think that one's probably my one of my favorite <laughs> well and one yeah. of the other popular schwarzenegger movies that we haven't done yet is the running man yes right. it's on the list when, when I made the list of things to do before 100, I put that on there because Ethan likes the idea of doing that, but he doesn't want to read the book. So <laughs> so we don't have to do anything that he wants us to do. Oh, Slacker. but he could read Stephen King. Yeah, but that would involve reading. Uh, <laughs> how does he feel about audiobooks? <laughs> if I come over to his house every night and read to him before he sleeps, does that count? It counts as creepy. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So then between Total Recall and the next title on here was a full year and 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. Was it because Michael Simshauser had us do rollerball at some point in there that just... <laughs> okay, so that would have been 2015 at this point? Yeah. Well, we co- we covered Total Recall in 2015. Yeah. And then it was and then, 2016. And then the break, I mean. Yeah. So I'm trying to... Because we ended up doing a lot of uh, yeah other requests, right? Mm-hmm. Michael. And then stuff that was out in the theater. Yes. We was didn't start doing that. Wasn't The Martian a 2016 release? Or was that 2017? When did the episode post? I think it was 2015. 2015 film. Yeah. 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 And so at this point, we also switched to remote protocol, probably somewhat as a reaction to the audio failures that we had, because we had that one episode where we we were recording after we had lost the mixer and James had figured out the MIDI thing Mm -hmm. so that we could all record separate tracks that were synced up with each other. Right. Using a USB hub into GarageBand. But at some point, like you ran out of space- on there, Honestly. yeah, I forget what I had something like that, and, and yeah. it completely borked up the totally. recording. Yep, um, and so th- then we're like, you know what? If we do remote <laughs> protocol, just record over Skype, then it saves us. It saves me twenty minutes or fifteen twenty minutes both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, same calling probably ten minutes both ways. Yeah, and so we did that, and we weren't great at it. <laughs> nope. So um, this is actually well back to what you were saying earlier. People talk differently when you're having conversation, but yeah, even more so when we're in the same room together. Yeah, because like the can conversation just flows better when we're all in the same room yeah. versus yeah, remote protocol. Mm-hmm. Colin gets really quiet. Colin gets very quiet <laughs> on remote <laughs> protocol. Yeah. When I when I have a headset on and we're on a Skype call, mm-hmm. it's just like being at work. And when when you're the technical advisor. In a business phone call, you don't speak unless you are directly have a question directed directly at you. Yeah, and so yeah, it's harder for me to. Yep. And then so when we did that, you know, it made it easier to have guests because that that was the thing, right? We had mm-hmm. Phil on as a guest at least one time where where we were all on our separate laptops called into Skype, and so we would hear Phil just fine, but we would hear ourselves in the room and then on a slight delay. In the Skype output. Right. Yes. And it made it really tricky. Um, and so that is completely solved with remote protocol. And so in the midst of this, you know, 20 episodes after Total Recall and a full year, 
we covered 2001 A Space Odyssey with Ben DiBono, and he had promised, no, he hadn't promised, but uh, I asked him for sort of tips for being able to appreciate 2001 more, because I had seen it before and not liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ben's tips were successful for me. I, I did enjoy it. Um, he was less successful with Colin. <laughs> but uh, that wasn't his fault. No. Well, and then we learned that uh, the the novel 2001 was really not the source material right. for the movie. They were written at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we should really have been focusing on was the short story, The Sentinel. Right. Right. Well, that's what's in Real Future. It right. is. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, since we got to 2001, uh-huh. um, I don't know if you remember, yesterday I texted you guys about the jacket. Um uh, so along with reading the introduction, I also read oh, the yeah. jacket text. Mm-hmm. There's a, I have to read it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did this to Emily last Open night. Open your Bibles to your jacket text. <laughs> Colin doesn't have a jacket on his. No, no jacket required. Okay. One of the most famous science fiction films of all time, the monumental 2001 A Space Odyssey, was based on a then little known story of the same name by Arthur C. Clarke. <laughs> By what I just read, what is the name of the short story supposed to be? <laughs> 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I was wondering where that was coming from. Because <laughs> I was just looking at the front of it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it, okay. you know, it says oh, right. <laughs> the stories that inspired 16 classic science fiction movies. And then it just has a list of them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't see anything wrong on there. <laughs> it's the inside flap. The inside flap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyhow, after going from episode 19 to episode 39, you know, 20 episodes between Total Recall and 2001, I guess we figured it was a trivial thing to let 30 episodes and two and a half years pile up (laughs) until we finally started back in earnest trying to actually finish off Real Future. And I think it was my idea. And part of it was that by this time, I've started another podcast and Mm. I don't want to read whole books for Take Me to Your Reader. So I take some of the blame (laughs) for coming up with the shorter stuff we can do. And this was some of it. And I think also it was the fact that we looked at it and we realized we had read exactly half of them. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. we're eight through through number eight of 16 stories. And we're like, well, why don't we just finish them up? So then it was over. It took us exactly a year. Basically, we started in September and finished in August to actually do it. Marching through some titles that uh, we don't really want to remember. (laughs) But here we can tell you. Anyway, we covered Buck Rogers. I'm just focusing on the movies. Sure. Buck Rogers, Reanimator, Empire of the Ants, This this Island Earth, The Tenth Victim, Millennium, Damnation Alley, and then ended with The Illustrated Man. And yes, Empire of the Ants. Oh, boy. (laughs) The ant noise. Yeah. Good God. Damnation Alley. Yeah. So anyhow, that's that's kind of the review part. That has gotten us from the beginning of the podcast to all the way through. So now the retrospective can begin. Let the healing begin. (laughs) Ah, Catharsis. Did we learn anything from this process? Did we learn anything? Did we learn by doing this that we shouldn't do this? I think that doing so many things that were that we didn't like that that I didn't like in a row, mm-hmm. it, it became kind of a downer. I really enjoy getting together with you guys to talk. Yeah, you know, yeah. and we have some spirited discussions and arguments and debates. Mm-hmm. And man, you know, when we all trudge upstairs after watching the movie, we're like, oh my god, you know, what did we just force <laughs> Emily to listen to? And man, that was horrible. Yeah. And. Sometimes, because you mentioned, right, it's okay to talk about things that you passionately don't like. Right. But there's a level where it's just that bad. Well, and worse, I think, are the episodes where we're just like, eh, you know, like, 
it was a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it was kind of an eh story. And so where do you come up with the passion to actually, like you said, discuss it? You have to either hate it completely. It's, it's, it's the Bible thing, right? It's n- neither cold nor hot. It's lukewarm, and I will <laughs> spit you out of my podcast. That's right. Yeah, I, I think it, point. it definitely wasn't as fun to kind of be constrained to stick to those titles. And we didn't stick entirely to them, right? We, we got right, a couple right. – um, we branched off a couple times because Emily wanted to do Brave New World, for right. instance. But this mm-hmm. this was not one <laughs> that Colin loved, so. <laughs> no, we remember that time as the dark time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like, you know, some of those episodes are not necessarily our best stuff. When you go back and listen to, to some of the early episodes, you're like – what happened to those guys? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, like the, the laughing we did in Death Race 2000. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> it was a good hit, a clean hit, no pain was felt. Right. <laughs> yep. Once again, Machine Gun Joe has splattered the scoreboard first. <laughs> and and you remember that because it was fun and it was good. Also, it's my brain. It's also your brain. Yeah. If I asked you guys for the same thing from the 10th victim... Well, it was in Italian. Uh, no, I guess it was dubbed, right? right? It was dubbed. Yeah. <laughs> My memory of that is the is the the uh, pistol boobs. The bo- oh, oh, I was thinking yeah. of those phones. <laughs> oh, the satellite right. phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the yeah. Japanese tea company sponsoring people to get killed and right. Yeah, I guess. So, what what if we just like if we do in the future come across something that's just bleh? Mm-hmm. Could we just skip it, nix it, do something else? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I could do that. No, <laughs> I mean, at some point there's a Just, level you know, of in- completely pivot to something else. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point there's a level of in- investment in something where you're like, I'm seeing this through, right? Even if it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. It, but but yeah, it's like it's the. I guess I'm just presenting it as an option, right? Maybe <laughs> I think it's the sunk cost fallacy where you're like, I have to keep you know throwing good money after bad. Um, right, in this right. case, through <laughs> throw yeah. good passion after bad. Yeah. Because we could definitely do that with short stories for sure, right? Yeah. Just if we read this story and we're like, "Oh God, this story is terrible." <laughs> Find the movie; it's like right. you know, four percent on Rotten Tomato or something. We just uh-huh. just skip it. Yeah. So Which it's we funny. probably should have known the Rollerball, but <laughs> well, the remake at least. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, well you, we, you we kind of remake. Yeah. We did. We, <laughs> there was thirty-three percent ripcord pulling in that. <laughs> so. Hey, if, if you guys want to watch it again, I, I would I would watch it with you. Okay. Which means it's never going to happen. That's not, that's not, <laughs> yes, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but that's not part of real future. Um, no. So, no. Uh, one of the podcasts that I had a guest on for the Hugo's podcast, uh, Continuum Drag, They're, they are going through like old forgotten science fiction and weird, weird stuff sometimes. You know, sometimes it's like a failed pilot slash miniseries from the late 80s. You know, oh, Earth, wow. Earth Star Voyager. I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah. Um, but they 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 did some episodes on the day of the Triffids, and and I don't think they've done Logan's Run the series yet. Um, but they do have kind of a built-in ripcord where when they when they get to the end of an episode, they're like, you know, what's your rating on this? And if it's low enough, they're just like, okay, we're done because they don't want they don't want to slog through. Mm-hmm. So they don't believe in the sunk cost fallacy. But in that case, they're going. They would watch more episodes in the series. Right. Right? Yeah. The things that we've done is, you know, what would we do to make this better? Which has yes. some, caused some good discussion in the past. It has. Fun to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those were, that, that was part of the Damnation Alley episode that I really liked. Was I feel like, mm-hmm. and that's why I titled it, I think we fixed this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think if, if we ever employed any kind of a, like, universal veto for, like, if one person in the group <laughs> wanted to not do it, we didn't do it. I, I think there'd be a lot of episodes didn't get done. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. If it was like an or. Mm-hmm. But if it was like and. Right. Could so. be like two out of three or something. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. If one person wanted to pull the ripcord, the other two would have to both go. No, we got to do it in right. order in order to continue. Or, or vice versa, right? Yeah. One person wants in. Like Colin doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go with Colin. Screw you, Seth. Ha. Right. <laughs> That's what would happen. <laughs> For being honest here, they gang up on me. It's just because I'm always right. You know, <laughs> it's hard being that good and beautiful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Other retrospective thoughts. Well, I mean, we don't have to linger over long. I don't think we can leave without some kind of rankings. Right. No, we'll have to do some of that. I, and do, ha- I do have my rankings list. You do. Okay. Yeah. I do have actually. I um. In listening, in re-listening to some of the earlier podcasts where we were covering really old movies, uh-huh. um, there's a lot of movies where you mention your your dad's seeing them. Yeah, um, and obviously since then he's passed, and we don't mm-hmm. we don't get that perspective anymore. But, yeah, and because I remember in like uh, the day there stood still, you talked about him, The Fly, and some of the other really really old ones. Yeah. Um, you, you had mentioned like your dad saw this in the theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite movie watches was the one that we had dinner here at your house and watched that movie with your dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I, I you made duck. I brought over a pie. Oh, I cooked the hell out of that. Oh duck. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that and, poor and duck. Not in a good way. The, the problem was, yeah. I think the recipe called for a larger bird. Uh, <laughs> so, so I just, I practically set yeah. that thing on fire. I still remember that duck. Like, I promise. Oh I promise. I'm a decent cook. <laughs> You're a good cook. But uh, that that's was funny you mentioned that because I was just telling Emily about that the other day. <laughs> yeah. the, the funny thing was, you, you you were nice enough to like go up and like pull off strips of duck and just snack on them while we were watching the movie. Yep. <laughs> so. What movie like was that? Jerky. <laughs> I don't remember what that was. Planet of the Apes, maybe? No. I don't remember the movie. I just remember the duck. <laughs> might have been The Fly. It could have been The Fly. I think it might have been The Fly. Yeah, that sounds right. The yeah. original Fly, not the, the 1986 fly. Cronenberg 6 Cronenberg Green. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sex Cronenberg. <laughs> 1986. Great year for movies. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that was awesome. Noise. Oh, can I title this episode Sex Cronenberg? <laughs> well, and if we're looking for a general oh, feel about the book, I think we're getting it right here. Yeah. Because even though we didn't like all the movies, mm-hmm. even though not all the podcasts were great and wonderful, even though there were some audio problems, we're sitting here remembering what we did and laughing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So. Well, and we've met some cool people through doing the podcast, and, and I kind of do connect the, the fact that there was something that we could kind of attach ourselves to at the beginning and go, okay, mm-hmm. if we can't find other things to do, we can go we can go to this. I don't think if we hadn't ever found it that like we wouldn't have done more than a year of the podcast or anything. But no. Um, right. you know, I do I do give it some credit for helping us stay the course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my first my yeah. first author outreach came from Total Recall. And I was I was here when I got the email from Piers Anthony. Were you? I, no, I think you were at James's. I think we were at James's. You sure? Yeah, because I remember, I remember you're sitting there on the couch, and we were watching the movie? I think so. Yeah, I know it could have been here. And and you're, it, all of a sudden, Colin <laughs> kind of freezes up, and like, what? He's like, I just got an email from Piers Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then after that, we had Keith Cotto, and uh, Phil Nichols was not the first person that we tried to reach out to to do Bradbury. Right. It was the um, director of the mm-hmm. Ray Bradbury Media. Yeah, I remember you sent me an email. Um, when it said, yeah, Phil Nichols can, can talk to you, you know, reach out to him and call in emails. And it's like, I have no idea what to do now. (laughs) (laughs) My son is texting me from upstairs. Has it been the requisite half an hour? I don't want to be loud, but the enchiladas are probably done. So what should I do? Come down and eat enchiladas. (laughs) 
Mm, enchiladas. <laughs> That's something else we should mention about our podcast is that our podcast has been pretty inclusive of our families. You know, we, I talked about, mm-hmm. you know, Emily baking cookies and decorating. And I mean, the, the Ralston's really have had the burden of hosting most of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Only recently have we kind of branched out yeah. into, you know, your house, Seth, or my house. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Kathy has baked for us a, for a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we wanted to watch uh, The Last Starfighter with the kids. Mm-hmm. And what a disappointment. Still pissed like, off. Oh, <laughs> too snarky. Boring. Yeah, too cheesy. Yeah. You know, the real reason why I did most of the hosting was just so I could drink my beer. Oh, you, you <laughs> did beer I was going to say, ne- never, never underestimate the, the power of just good old-fashioned laziness. <laughs> That's true. Because let's see, who was it that was like a half hour late today? <laughs> the guy who normally doesn't have to go anywhere. Right. <laughs> you know, because this podcast exists... I think it is a direct correlation to why you have a podcast with Ethan now. Yes. Yeah. You can, you can draw a straight line because um, having the equipment and the know-how to actually do a podcast, you know, there, there were a lot fewer growing oh, pains. That gives me, uh, raises a question. What's and, that? Um, did you find starting your secondary and, well, successful podcasts easier than... That's exactly what I was in the oh, middle okay. of saying. <laughs> there, there was a lot less in terms of growing pains yeah. uh, starting up the, the Hugo's one. And it's a different format. And sure. the guests that I asked, you know, the people that I invited on were also podcasters. Mm-hmm. And so, like, lots of times I was basically the rookie, right. almost. You know, <laughs> that, like, they didn't, they didn't know that I had been podcasting for a few years. But from doing this, yeah, it absolutely made it easier for me to transition to to do that other one. Well, and, and you even sense. for a while and maybe still edited other people's podcasts yes. for them. Yep. And I wrote a pretty well received uh, post on how to be nice to your podcast editor on the on the podcast <laughs> subreddit. It got a lot of upvotes. Oh, really? Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Like for instance, when you're when you're talking on Skype or or whatever and you interrupt each other and then you stop and somebody goes, "Oh, no, no, you go ahead." And then you start the next sentence with, "Oh, I was just going to say." Then everybody knows that there was an interruption. If you just you just mm. pretend the interruption didn't happen and start saying the thing you were going to say without preceding it with, oh, I was just going to say. Makes it easier uh, for the editor okay. to just cut out the entire interruption and pretend it never happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so rankings. What, what did you do for rankings? Because I didn't give us a firm guideline on what to do. Okay, so I did, I got my favorite episode. Okay. Um, and then favorite thing to read, favorite thing to watch, and kind of... Worst moment and favorite moment. Okay. Nice. I don't necessarily have those. I, I, yeah. I think I can look from my so, list and come up with that. Can we read them off, I guess? Well, why don't you do one at a time and Colin and I'll chime in too. Okay. So for my favorite episode, mm-hmm. um, I picked They Live. Nice. <laughs> Mostly because it is the source of the colonism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also too, like, um, it also happened to be my favorite thing to read. <laughs> mm. But you can't guess why. Because it was super short? Yes. No, actually, um, <laughs> I didn't actually read it. Emily read it to me oh. right before we watched the movie. <laughs> oh, nice. Because <laughs> it was that short. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. And then, and then, of course, she decorated the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was so hilarious. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Obey your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Marry and reproduce. I remember that. <laughs> yes. Were you guys not married when we started this? No, you got married no, we in were. 2012. 2012. Yeah. They're almost an old married couple. I know, right? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. What was your favorite? Did did you write down any rankings of any kind? You know, since I only went through the first four mm-hmm. or five, uh, it w- it would be hard because nothing is fresh in my mind over the last six years. Sure. Um, and looking at the list, uh, in general, I would say the earlier the better mm. f- that I liked better. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
just because I've loved that movie Enemy Mine for so many years, mm-hmm. I would probably say that is my favorite episode. Mm. Yeah, my favorite movie is probably Total Recall. Mostly because I could uh, watch that movie over and over. And you didn't over let me again. do my favorite. <laughs> oh. um, I think my my favorite episode was two thousand one, just because oh. because for for me it was a big deal that I went from thinking that two thousand one was one of the worst movies ever made that mm-hmm. somehow people liked to actually drinking the Kool Aid, and <laughs> and you know I I found myself drinking. Uh, Party gin and loving Big Brother at the end. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm mixing my metaphors. And we, had, uh, we haven't covered nineteen eighty four yet. And yeah, it was yeah. and and Ben, I thought was a good was guest, fun. and somebody that I've met in person now, even though he lives in Minnesota. Right. So because yeah. I played froth with with Ben and Matt <laughs> out there and recorded an episode walking through the park. Wow. Uh, sorry, you, so you said your favorite thing that you watched? Yeah, okay. everything to watch. Yeah, Total Recall was at the top of mine as well. Yeah, and nice. the thing was next. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Total Recall was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I did have They yeah, Live as my nice. second favorite. So, episode. unanimous Total Recall, best movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I, I was going to start with the negative and, and say, what are the bottom three episodes? Uh, yeah. I think we're all going to agree on Empire of the Ants, though, right? Well, <laughs> so, do you mean that we liked least or that was the worst episode? Because that, that's a difference. Right, it right? is. Yeah, that is a difference. Yeah, because um, my, my kind of low light were the. Uh, the production staff is. Like, yes. Yeah. In that case, it's the thing. That right? was just dumb. Like, but, God damn it. The, the, the <laughs> difference between like the greatness of the material we covered mm-hmm. and the product that we put out there. And right. this is one of those things where... Because it was both the, the two of my favorite episodes, Jurassic Park and The Thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Well, we have a chance to redeem The Thing coming up. <laughs> we do. And we might have two chances. Yeah. And so the, this is the thing, like a podcaster recommendation here, or podcaster tip. If you screw up an episode like that and you listen to it and you, you realize what happened... Just go back and re-record it. At that point, I think we might have still been... I think we were still just doing once a month by then. Yeah. And we had the time. We could have done it. And and it was yeah. probably stupid to post it. Because <laughs> the audio quality is really bad. And it's really, really irritating to be listening to a podcast where the level is drastically different than other podcasts that you listen to. Because then you get to the end of it. Uh. And the next episode is <laughs> blasting. Right. Yeah. And... It took me a while to figure out the normalization stuff. I've actually gone through and reposted a couple of the episodes. I pulled them down, oh, really? re-exported them as Wave, ran them through Levelator, pulled them back into Audacity, and exported as MP3 again, just for that reason. Wow. And, and we did get some... I, I got some feedback somewhere. I can't remember what it was. It was like, do you not know about normalization? <laughs> so it took me some time. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> yeah, I do now. The editing stuff, it takes care of itself after a while. You figure it out. And, you know, I still just use Audacity. There's people out there who, who are like, what tools do you use? And I'm like, we record, now we record with a digital recorder, um, which is really nice because Super nice. all the tracks are synced up exactly. And so even though we're in the same room and you can, mm-hmm. you know, we bleed through each other's microphones, right. the fact that they're synced up really makes a difference with that. Where when we used to record on three separate laptops... <laughs> the recording rate is always slightly different. And so yeah. everybody's tracks start to drift apart and I'd yeah. have to go in and oh, add yeah. a microsecond here. And uh, yeah. Well, and it That's accumulates weird. and those starts to be slippage and then it's hard to cancel. Yeah. But that actually comes from the ADD inside the microphones, not from the computers. Hmm. Well, I never have that problem with them all in the digital recorder. That's because that's one clock recording everything through analog. Gotcha. Every one of these microphones has its own A to D in it. And that's oh. what comes out of the USB. And so oh. the USB just takes the data at certain rates. Yeah, yeah. It says, oh, you told me it was at this time. And so that's okay. why I assign it. So it's the difference of using mm-hmm. the XLR cable versus USB. I think so. Gotcha. I'll buy that. All right. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? I hope you're having a good time in South America, James, when this episode goes up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. 
What what about worst episode? Worst worst thing to read. Worst thing to read. <sighs> and I'll, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of Reanimator. Oh, okay. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't love the fact that uh, because it was serialized, the beginning of every sort of chapter of it kind of recapped what happened in the previous one. <laughs> yes. Previously on Spider-Man, you know. Yeah, that was actually mm. kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I would put Empire of the Ants there, just because I, I didn't love that movie, but I didn't think that the story was that great either. I've read quite a bit of H.G. Wells and have never been a big fan of any of them. Wow. So, oh, really? Yeah. Is this why we haven't done War of the Worlds? No, well, that and there's a bazillion adaptations of it, and we have to figure out what what we want to bite off. Yeah. You got a you got a best worst episode? I don't have a worst one really. I don't I don't think I really had a problem with any of the stories necessarily. No. Yeah, in the movies, I mean Empire yeah. of the Ants takes it in a walk to me. Be, just because yeah, of the ants. The sound. movies, yeah, yeah. The ants sounds terrible. Yeah. Tenth victim. Oh, I had a good time watching that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was kinda terrible. But I don't know. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought it was uh, entertaining in a B movie way B movie way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Still not a fan. I I remember watching two thousand one in you know, in the eighties and liking it. And, but boy, watching oh, really? it nowadays. Huh? <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Good stuff. See how annoying that is. There's an entire movie of that. <laughs> yes. I thought you were reenacting Mr. Frump and the iron lung from weird Al. No, <laughs> I think I really enjoyed the practical effects from 2001. Yeah, the practical effects were good. Yeah. They were slow and boring as all get out. Well, yeah, but you know, compared I, I, to I'm the fairly CGI, certain I fell asleep at some point in that time in that movie. Oh, I definitely did. I, yeah. I listened to the episode, so I listened to all of them, by the way, <laughs> including the ones that we just recently did. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And yeah, I, when I was talking about my experience of enjoying the movie, I had watched it. Like the night before we all watched it together, or two nights before Did we you all really? watched it together. Yeah. And I fell asleep at some point because because I was watching it like one in the morning. Right. Um, but well, and also, we were down here, it was dark and your couch is comfy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't I didn't fall asleep when we were all watching it together. Oh. I, I fell asleep. I watched it over the course of two nights because yeah, I started yeah, it yeah. too late. So Well, cool. I mean this this is an unusual episode. I mean we have done episodes before where we don't talk about a book and a movie right We've right some picks episodes we haven't done those in a long time but uh i i'm curious if uh you know th- there are some people out there who listen to the episodes still not as many as apparently used to <laughs> because of the rss snafu um but we got the important ones important uh, listeners back up and running like malk yes um who just uh pledged as a patron so thank you malk hey thank you yeah nice. thank you and um yeah so if anybody's out there and uh you want to opine about uh best episodes that we covered from real future feel free to do so i will put the entire list in this in the show notes for this colin has it he'll, he'll send it to me and uh that you, way you sent it to me oh yes that's I did. why i have this list well send it back <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you sent it to us I, okay. I, got it on my phone. <laughs> I send so many things i don't remember <laughs> um I went, I went and took notes for each one but yeah, oh, yeah. if you have favorite Good episodes man. or yeah. i i'm curious from some of the listeners because i know some people have been here kind of from the beginning and I know, like, as a podcast listener, if I join a podcast already in progress, and they're only on, like, episode 15, I just go back and download the entire back catalog, and we'll listen to it. But with us, with the homework involved, I could see right. people going, eh, I haven't read that, you know, I'm just, I'll just go from here and, and you know, follow along yeah. where Pick I can. and choose something yeah. that you're interested in, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm curious, um, you know, if anybody's out there and you want to let us know when you jumped on, uh, when you decided that was a bad idea... When you jumped off, when you came back, <laughs> um, you know, any of that story, let us know. All right. I think it's time to sign off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. We will come up with new material 
and and do some things. We'll probably revisit the thing at some point. Yeah, we have to do the novel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was one other thing I learned uh, from doing this, um, from reviewing all those early episodes. We always said what we we're going to do next, and we didn't always do it. Um, because, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There were definitely ones where we're like, you know, pretty soon here we're going to be doing Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And that was like five years ago that we that we said that. And so recently I've been reluctant to say what we're going to do next, just to mm-hmm. kind of keep it evergreen. True. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. <laughs> next, we're going to cover adapted science fiction. Yes. Is best probably. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bless us? Hmm. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll... Look forward to hearing from you on the Twitters on at Pavement Podcast or fill out our contact form on pavementpodcast.com or comment on Facebook or whatever. And uh, until next time, we'll leave you with a modified Pavement Pounder's blessing. May the road rise up to meet you and may your future be real. (laughs) Uh, With E-E-L, of course. (laughs) Yes. Right. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. It's Seth here just breaking in at the end of the retrocast. I referenced the Enemy Mine episode and how it had a really bad splice in it. Well, I have gone in and fixed that since then. So I'm going to drop in the original right here. Enjoy. So one, okay, another thing that, another real gripe that I have is... The little armored critters that get eaten by the Sarlacc Triffid and they can't digest the shell. I'm Seth. I'm James. You're J-Bone. I'm (laughs) J-Bone. And I'm Colin. (laughs) Right. Collins. I'm trying to think. Where did the J-Bone thing come from again? Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. Which we haven't released yet, so. Right. (laughs) Oh. And I'm probably going to post this one first. (laughs) Well, we can do that over again then. (laughs) One more time. Okay. One more time. That'll go in the blooper reel. (laughs) I had to start off strong. All right. Uh,